Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, my friends, welcome to a special edition bonus episode of The Driven Entrepreneur. It's Matt Browning. And we are here in the middle of the week right now. I just got an email from a very dear friend of mine. He's in the show uh, title right here, Larry Broughton. He's a former Special Forces veteran of the Green Berets in the Army. He's a hotel entrepreneur running a boutique hotel chain um, all across uh, California and Chicago, Illinois area. And he needs our help. And he reached out in a very humble way asking for help. He's in an industry that everything shut down. And I mean, everything to zero revenue, every single property shut down. And he basically said, hey, I need to find a way to be able to keep all of my employees paid. And I want to keep our team members receiving paychecks so they can take care of themselves. So this special bonus episode is sort of a fun drive. It's a special uh, in the middle of the week extra episode. I talk with Larry about leadership lessons. We talk about how to build a team culture rather than an employee culture. A um, little bit of stories from all across his lifetime in business and special forces and really the things we've learned along the way. Um, enjoy it. I hope it's a very good conversation, but it's also very relevant to what's happening right now today. So this goes a little bit longer. This is going to be about an hour or so. So enjoy that conversation with Larry. And there's also a very, very special gift in it for you. Um, you'll have the opportunity if you would choose to, to help support Larry and his mission to keep his team employed while the small businesses like his and mine and maybe even yours are hit the hardest right now in these times. And when you donate, you'll hear about that in the show. When you donate, you will get an unbelievable bonus package from me. I'm going to donate every single digital program I've ever made, um, thousands of dollars worth of value if you choose to help out a fellow American, a small business owner, and a very, very dear friend of mine. So without any further ado, please enjoy my interview with Mr. Larry Broughton. Let's rock and roll. Um, so my friend Larry Broughton is here. You can see the American flag behind him. Larry, I've known Larry now for a good number of years. Um, and I'm really blessed to call you a dear friend. You've someone I've become very close to over the years. You've spoken at many of my events. Uh, we've done some work together, some consulting together, and we've just talked life and family and everything together. Larry Broughton is a Special Forces veteran of the Green Berets in the Army. Uh, he is a I guess I'm going to call you a hotel entrepreneur, a hotelier. Um, he's in the travel industry and owns an amazing boutique hotel with high integrity, amazing loyalty to his staff and, and the clients called Broughton Hotels. You've been all over television on the Travel Channel, Hotel Impossible, and every other news network there is about leadership. And you do a ton of great work on veteran leadership and veteran entrepreneur uh, work. So you give back to the community so much. The purpose of our bonus podcast and IG Live today is in the hotel business, Larry. Well, first, say hi, Larry. Sorry, I keep on talking. Hi, Larry. Again. <laughs> hi, guys. How are you doing, Matt? It is awesome to see you. I miss seeing you, brother. Um, and uh, yeah, you're right. We've done a lot of things together over the years. I was trying to come up with a list earlier today, but um, you're one of the good guys. I say it every time I'm on your stage. Um, so thank you for, uh, for all you do. I, I, I appreciate you for that. You're very, very kind. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think of you very fondly. My family and I pray for you and your family. And I just, I got an email from you and it instantly came to mind. I realized of all the, the things going on in the world, every one of us, we have, you know, what's happening to us and around us. And some people are affected less. Some people just, you know, don't go outside as much. And there's other people that are affected greatly. There's a lot of jobs that have been lost. There's uh, hmm. obviously the loss of life, which cannot be overstated and health concerns. But one of the things that is really, really close to home when I have a friend like Larry is that, you know, Larry, how many hotels do, do you and your company own and manage first yeah. off in Broughton hotels? Yeah. So we've got uh, 10 hotels that we uh, operate and then we've got another three that we have we call them affiliate hotels where we do more of a limited service services for them. Yeah. So 13 different hotels, 13 properties. That are impacted by us, yeah. And so, it, it, you know, I, ju I just saw a post from a friend of mine, Katrina Sow. I think you know Katrina. And she had to fly through the airport to go see her mom to help her move. And she took pictures of this ghost town airport. Yeah. And it freaked me out. I'm like, everything, it looked like it was 3 a.m., but it was in the middle of the day. So it's not, you know, it's airports. But in your industry in hotels, it's, um, you know, hotels are shut down, basically. People aren't staying. Right. And you reached out and said, listen, the number one thing that you need right now is support. And we can't support you by staying in your hotel. Most of us aren't able to do that as we shelter at home or shelter where we are with our loved ones. But your number one goal, and this podcast is going to be a little bit of a a uh, special fun drive. We're going to give you some really cool bonuses and you're going to have a chance to support an American made, um, American ran hotel, small hotel chain, small business that has yeah. a lot of employees. And your goal, what you said to me was, I don't want to let people go. I don't want to downsize any more than I have to, if at all, we want to keep people on. Can you tell me a little bit about, I guess a little bit about your hotel culture first sure. and your, your team culture? Sure. And then can we talk about, I love that someone put Larry hashtag beard strong. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell me a little bit about your, your hotel culture and your team culture and your take on leadership amongst your team? Wow. That, that, that's a lot in that, Matt. So thank you, first of all, for doing this. It, um, it really softens my heart when I see friends like you stepping up and stepping into the gap, right? And I think that right there explains our culture. We have a culture of service. Our job is to serve people. We've heard it through time from a variety of different notable people through history, right? That there is no higher calling in serving other people. And, um, and I take that seriously. When I went into the military, I put on the uniform to go into the service. And I continue to try to do it today. And I fall short. I'm not always perfect. You know, I get a little bit self-centered sometimes. And if there's a world correction that's happening right now, I think that a lot of leaders are looking inward and they're reflecting like, where did I go wrong? So I think the culture among our organization is that we, and I'm saying this in the very best of sense, for those people who know me, you'll get it. But if you don't know me, you might think that's kind of a slap in the face. We tend to attract some black sheep in the hotel industry. And what do you mean by black sheep? I mean, we people that, tend to have been ostracized or outcast from other organizations tend to come to our, our organization and thrive because I am all about getting people to work in their strengths whenever possible. I love the idea that people can move closer to their fullest potential and not just feel good about their professional 
performance. But when people feel good about themselves, they take that home. When they feel good about themselves and they take that home, they become better spouses, family members, fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, right? Without getting too corny, um, I want to be hospitable to people. So that's kind of who we are as a culture. We like to get people working their strengths. I wanted to have joy. Having fun is really important uh, to us. And so, yeah, so we've got, um, you know, some, most of our hotels are here in California. We have four in Chicago. And um, no one expected a 100% drop in revenue. There is no under other industry except for that it's been hit harder than the travel industry between, like you said, airlines, cruise ships, um, hotels, restaurants. That's all in the hospitality industry. We are just taking it badly. Um, and there are big government bailout programs for the big airlines, for the cruise industries, for the big Marriott's of the world. When I remember that came up right away too, like with the first 50 billion from FEMA, it was like, okay, the airlines are already lining up, which I get, right? But they're already lining up to say, hey, we need to stay in business and you need us. So they're already working those deals. Yeah. With the big ones. Yeah, but the small hoteliers, the small restaurateurs, we got to stand in line. And there are a lot of people who are getting in front of us, not that we need it any more than somebody else. But I can tell you, I've heard it. There is a spirit of gluttony out there among some people that are applying for some of these grants and relief programs that really don't need it yet. We can apply for these until June 30th, right? So I would just encourage people, don't apply for these until you actually need it. Because there are people, and I'm going to say like us, who need it now. Because we have, I've made mistakes, right? We had working capital, but we burned through our working capital, if I'm being really honest with people, because no one ever predicts a 100% drop in revenue for an extended period of time. You mentioned 9-11 earlier, right? Um, That if you think about how the airlines, airports were then, we were traveling sooner after 9-11. Yeah, I'm trying to, I I was racking my brain because I, I think, 9-11 9-11 was the closest, drastically different, of course, a terrorist yeah. attack or a virus, yeah. uh, but drastically di- uh, very similar in a way of how the economy all of a sudden out of the blue gets shut down yeah. and, you know, the Dow closes and the, you know, the stock exchange and what do we do? But to your point, I don't remember how, do you remember how many days it was, but it was like the stock exchange was closed for like two days. Yeah. I know that I was traveling to Mexico within the week. Yeah. Okay. So, and things are back up and people are a little trepidatious and some things are shifting, but. Yeah, but you know what? It was America strong. Do you remember that there were people having American flags on their cars and high-fiving everywhere and letting you in front of them in traffic. And now we can't even do that. We can't even do that, <laughs> right? Um, and so, because people, people are not working. And yes, there are some programs that are out there. Because I keep getting asked this, why are you asking for a handout? Larry. Right. Well, because the first thing that everyone's going to ask is tell me about the SBA's PPP, the Payroll Protection Program. Paycheck. That's Sorry, the, the Paycheck name, yes. Protection Program. That's right. And the first thing we need to know about that is it, when you talk to the bank as of Friday when it became available, April 3rd, which by the way, just happened, yeah. just happened. How long have we been dealing with this? Almost a month now. That's right. It just became available. I reach out to Chase Bank and say, hey, what's happening? By Friday at 5 p.m., it says, we're not accepting applications. Mm-hmm. By 7.30, it's, we will, and it was just a contact us form. It wasn't even an application. So can you right. speak a little bit to, I guess, that and other programs? 
And I don't know more about what you're talking about. Who should, who shouldn't? What do you see? Is this a help? Is it not really a help? What's the deal? Well, I think that it will be a help, but it's weeks and weeks and weeks away. And so in those weeks and weeks, people will be laid off, lose their jobs, and then businesses will close. It's, it's expected that 50% of the restaurants in this country will not reopen. 50%? Get your brain around 50, five zero, because these are single digit margin businesses. Right. We do not care. And these are mom and pops that don't have a big corporate structure behind them. Okay. So um, it's the same thing on the hotel side. Most hotels in this country are owned by mom and pop people. And by the way, we happen to just be the management company that operates them for them. So if I have a dozen hotels or five hotels or three hotels, no matter the size, and we as a management company get paid by the revenues from there, like a percentage of the revenue, 3% of zero is zero. Correct. I get nothing, right? Yet I still have to have a management team, core leaders to support the hotels. So, so the PPP thing, um, it's not just Chase. There are a lot of smaller banks as well who are saying, we don't have the infrastructure. I, I contacted my uh, local business bank, right? And they said, we have 2,000 inquiries and we don't even have the people power to process the darn applications. We don't know that we're going to be able to do it. And the same thing that, that you said uh, earlier in the day on the third, they were like, well, we're not going to do it because we, we, can't, we can't do it. And then at 4.30, they said, Send, it, send us this information by the close of business today. And 2,000 come in to a small bank. Yeah. And so it's, so the problem is, though, that most people just by nature of life and business aren't business owners or business leaders. They're employees. So when they see on TV, there's all these trillions of dollars available to business owners. The question, the thing, well, why aren't you getting any of it? Right? Yeah because there's a lot of hoops to jump through. There's bureaucracy and this thing was written so quickly that it's still, still today, the rules are changing on how it is and who, who can apply and how, how you actually access it. Yeah, and as we're doing this live, it's, it's the Monday after. So we're in this place where if you read the rules, it kind of makes sense. Um, the feedback I got from, the, from my bank was, hey, you can contact us and we'll get in touch with you, but we still are waiting to hear. We really don't know we know what you know. We don't know anything else. And we're the bank. We're like, they're supposed to know what to do, but they only know as much as I could read on, uh, on the New York times, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the news isn't any different. Um, so I guess, you know, and I jumped into that a little bit fast, Larry, but for, I want to back up a second. And, um, yeah. we're here of course with Larry Broughton. He's a uh, former Green Bay special forces army veteran. Thank you for your service. Right. And I don't say that just because you're supposed to say thank you for your service. I mean, no, you, you mean, it. You mean it. I, I get that. You put yourself in harm's way for a lot of years in your life and you, and you're here and you didn't just leave it behind. Like you've walked through it and you, you take those principles into leadership and business today. And I, I watch what you do, man, like to go out and take care of the veterans to educate veterans. A lot of you don't know it, but Larry has done a veterans only mastermind for veteran entrepreneurs for a number of years and drastically different rates than anything else you would do. Like you go out of your way to take care of your brothers and your sisters. Um, So good to see you do that. So we're here with Larry and the, the conversation is really about how this whole COVID thing has changed and transformed every industry in the entire world. But specifically we have someone who is 
knee deep in the travel industry, um, running, owning, or managing 13 different hotels in a boutique hotel chain. And one that, you know, you're the, I don't know if this is going to be a good or bad comparison. I hope you take it as a compliment, but you, I, I think of you as, um, in a way early Starbucks where they mm. said the value is our, our team members. The yeah. value is benefits. We want to take care of them. We want them to be paid appropriately and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I know that you take care of your team members. And now how many team members are you talking about that you have some sort of leadership role in, in your own company, of course, and the management and whatnot, but also yeah. across all of the hotel chains? How many would you say? Yeah, close to 400. 400. So 400 team members. And how many are facing if things don't change and solutions don't come? How many would be facing not having a job or not being able to? Well, work? we've already had to furlough sixty-two percent of them. Sixty-two okay? percent. They're they're closed. The hotels are closed. And okay? can you? So they're actually closed. They're like people cannot get a reservation, even if you're the weird one-off traveler that had to leave for some. Well, reason. you could you could get a reservation for June, but you couldn't stay there. But right you couldn't now. stay there. Not right now, not until it's open. And so, but we are still employing some people there because you have to have a skeleton staff yep. to make sure that people aren't breaking in. You start to be flushing the toilets. You got to be running the, the water. You got to make sure that you're doing some landscaping, the pool's cleaned. So there are a couple people, three people, maybe four people uh, there, but we're still paying mortgage. Because not all, not all of, you know, you're hearing like, oh, you're getting all this mortgage relief. Yeah, but tell me about that. What if it's private equity that actually, what if you went to a private equity group to borrow the money? They're not giving us relief or a pension fund. They're not giving relief. You still have to pay property taxes, by the way. So we have mortgage relief potential. And this mortgage relief thing too is not as good as it seems. It's not like, you know what? Everyone's going to get a free payment. No. Mortgage relief is, you know, is forbearance, which means you can get up to three months exactly. of no payments, but you either need to pay it in a lump sum at the end of 90 days or you need to pay it in payments, which means your monthly payment now jumps through. Or if you're lucky, you can tack it to the last end of your mortgage. And that's just for homes though. Um, yeah. That's a pretty important thing to realize and understand. So like I, I looked into this and I thought, man, you know, we don't, we don't have a real estate empire, my wife and I, but you know, we have a rental property in the house we live in. And, and when I looked into that, I thought that's just like, no, that doesn't make any sense unless you absolutely have to do it. But to yeah. your point, that doesn't affect, uh, to most, most commercials, private equity, um, carry back deeds, notes, anything else that there's so many different ways to create financing in the business world and the commercial world that none of this is even touching it. And if it does, it's going to be how long? Yeah. Yeah. And if it's, if it's an income producing property, like a hotel, for instance, if you do version one or version two, where you get a, you get a forbearance for 90 days and you have to pay the lump sum, or you have to pay an increase spread out over uh, for some period of time, you now have an increased mortgage on decreased revenue, even if you're open. Even if we <laughs> open the hotels tomorrow, it will take a ramp up period to get back to where it was. And who knows how long that will be. Well, that's exactly it. I predict that leisure travel will pick up quickly because we are all climbing the walls. Right? We want to get moving. But corporate travel is not going to come back. Why? Because there's a decline in revenue across most, most corporations. We're learning that we can do this. Well, and let's, let's sidebar and talk about that just before we do. If you're joining us, um, I'm going to keep doing this because uh, treating this a little more like a live radio show. If you're joining us just now, we're here with Larry Broughton. He's a Special Forces Army veteran for the Green Berets. He's a hotel entrepreneur. 
um, running an amazing integrity hotel called uh, Rotten Hotels. It's a chain of 13 different hotels that are owned or managed by uh, the Broughton Group. And Larry is facing some really, really hard times right now with all of revenue has gone from projections to zero. And with 400 team members, they furloughed some. But we're here really because I want to talk about this issue and I want to give you a chance just as, as who you are, and, and the everyday person just like me and you, um, you can actually make a difference with this. And we're going to, I decided, I sat with my friend Larry and I want to do something really special for all of you watching. If you can find it somewhere, whatever's going on in your life, I know we all have our things, but Larry is looking, we want to help to fund a little bit of payroll for the Broughton Hotel Group. And the reason is, is quite frankly, he doesn't want to have to lay off people. And the, the more we can get things like this funded and look, there's two big different ways to look at this from, uh, from an economic standpoint. One way is, hey, where's my stimulus check? Like we all should be getting a stimulus check. Yeah. And I am a huge um, opponent of those. I don't think that anyone should be getting stimulus checks. And you might love me or hate me for that, but it's just an economic policy I have. I believe that if we spent the money on the businesses, the small businesses, I'm not talking about the big corporate that have massive uh, stock buybacks, et cetera. Small business, mom and pop shops, the restaurants, the hotels, the, the travel, and all the other businesses, the, the, um, the paper stationery store that has a one location in downtown, man. If we yeah. can give money to these businesses, what they can do, and I'm one of them, I'm a very small business with a small handful of employees as well. What we can do if the business receives a little something to help, then we can decide, you know what? I don't have to let that employee go. I don't have to cut your hours in half you can stay fully employed, which means how many employees, if you can keep all your remaining employees that have not been furloughed, and I know that's obviously, there's no way around it. No. You can keep your remaining employees on. That means that all of them have paychecks and they can pay their rents and mortgages and they can take care of their family and they can go to the grocery store and get food. And then the grocery employee can still work. And all right. of a sudden this thing doesn't turn into a recession depression. You and I literally can do something about it. So what I'm doing with Larry is I decided that for the first time in my entire 15-year neuro-linguistic programming and speaker training career, I have, I'm going to bundle up every digital program I have. It's my NLP practitioner course, my Unleash Your Inner Champion, my Double Your Dollars program, a lot of things some of you haven't even heard of before. And everything I have, each one of these sells for $500 to $1,000 to $2,000. So I'm going to put together a bundle that is worth over 15 grand that I would sell through e-commerce individually. And if you go and help Larry to keep his payroll going, to keep his staff employed, to keep his team members safe, um, I'm going to donate everything I've ever created in my entire career, all of my online digital programs and NLP leadership, public speaking, all of it. If you donate at least $150 to Larry's company, to help Larry, and the website for that is Ugozi. It's y o o g o z i dot com slash gifts. Um, just as a thought, I got an email from Larry saying, "Hey, you know, we're trying to figure out what to do." And he actually, um, I really appreciate this about you too, my friend. You you were humble enough as a leader to say, you know, I don't need to hide this as if I'm going to figure it all out, as if I'm the only business owner in this world that knows what they're doing in the middle of, of a massive pandemic. None of us know 
what we're doing, what to do. You know, we don't know the perfect uh, place to go. But Larry knew enough that he emailed some close friends and emailed your list and said, hey, man, like, if there's a way that you can help, if you're doing okay, we're not. If any of you are doing okay, and his company is not and his employees like we love for them to be paid. There's a huge amount of money that goes into payroll for 13 different properties. And we want to find a way to help those people. And I want, but I want to make it worth your while as well, because I get that you might want to help just out of the goodness of your heart. But I'd also like to give you over $15,000 in neuro-linguistic programming, online training, in public speaking training. I have a, a six part NLP power communication patterns pack. It's a video course. I have NLP for speed reading, practitioner course, master practitioner course. What else do I have? I got the Unleash Your Inner Champion. I got the Double Your Dollars course. I'm serious. Like, I'll give you my best selling book, uh, ebook for free The Firebox Principle. It's yours. My Total Freedom from Addictions book. It's yours. It's all digital, but it's all yours. We sell it elsewhere. I want you to have it. The minimum donation is just $150 that'll go towards helping keep people employed. Um, Larry, I want to talk a little bit about kind of going back to your leadership style with some of these people. You talk a lot about making people better leaders. And I know that you don't call Mm. your employees employees. Can you share a little bit about that? And uh, I thank you so much. G Graham DC said, I want to help. I appreciate you for that. And by the way, any amount is, is, is great. That's right. The website is up in the comments. If you scroll up a little bit, Larry put it on. It's Yougozi, Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I.com slash gifts. And then all you need to do is if you put that in, I'm sure, Larry, you might be able to work this out. If someone puts in a gift, send me an email or I'll ask you to email me. Put that at the bottom of the comment. If you just email the office, hey, I donated. It's like high five. I'm going to love you for it. And then I'm going to send you all my stuff. All my stuff. So, Larry. Yeah. pop back in this conversation and talk a little bit more about, because this is something that's so important to me. It's not like you're like, Hey, my business is suffering. So I need help to keep my business going. It's more than that. It's Mm -hmm. about the people in your business. Can you talk about the relationship of, of your team members? Sure. Let me, by the way, Matt, I am absolutely honored and, and humbled that you even do this. You don't have to do this, but you're doing it. I love you for that. Um, I wish I had 150 bucks. I donated myself to get all this stuff. <laughs> but let me, before Love I talk you, about leadership, I want to talk to you about the misperception that people have about business owners. And you've heard me talk about this from your stage, but I'm sure there are people on here right now who have not seen me speak before. Maybe they've not, they're not big followers of yours. But, you know, there are a lot of people who think that if you own a business, you're a millionaire. Right. There are some millionaires who are business owners, but when you have 30 million small businesses in this country, most people are surprised to find out that it's only single digits. They say around 7% of those businesses ever break the million dollars in revenue part from the business revenue. Then you have all these expenses. Most people never make that much money. So you're saying that well over 90% of businesses in don't break million, America don't, the world have less than a million in gross revenue. That's right. Well, think about the people that sit in your audiences. All right. There are a lot of people who are solopreneurs yep. and they might make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And that's good. It's a great lifestyle business, but that's a business. You think about the average uh, barbershop or dry cleaner or restaurant. They don't do over a million dollars. Like, a, this, that, the subway that's owned by, you know, one person, they, they don't, 
they, they, a subway might break a million dollars, right? Yeah. But most businesses don't do that. And so there's a perception that we sit around here laying around in piles of cash because we're a business owner. There are lots of mistakes. Most business owners are small business owners because of the lifestyle. We don't like reporting to somebody else necessarily, uh-huh. right? We don't want, we want to be our own boss. Um, and that is worth more value. I know more business owners that make a little money and wouldn't trade it for the world than they'd ever want to go work for somebody else. So there's that. I want people to know that first. If I had more cash laying around, I wouldn't be doing this. I would not be doing this. You have no idea how humbling it is for me to have to go live and to say, hat in hand, hey, I don't have it all together. Yeah. And to stay alive, to pay my team members. By the way, I want to clarify, this call out that I'm doing is not for all the hotels because we're taking care of that at the hotel level. It's for the home office. Oh, gotcha. Understand. It's for our 10 10 people that are at our home office, right? But these 10 people are critical to the survivability of the hotels because we're the leaders of this. We're the ones who bring the extra expertise to make sure that the hotel is operating effectively. So I want to make sure that we're not kind of well, you know me. I want, that, I want to live in integrity. <laughs> but you, you have 10 team members that are part of the operation the leadership team of, of, yeah. of Broughton, Broughton hotels, hotels that are taking yeah. care of these places. Yeah. And every dime of revenue has been shut down. Yeah. And the, in the hotels and you, you've already had to furlough 62% of, of the entire company. All of all multi-hundred people, 62% and probably more are going to have to be. And and what we're talking about right now is you, you have 10 people that are in your core team that you want to keep on and you want to keep so their families can be fed and paid that their hope that their mortgages and rents can be paid, that that their livelihood can continue. And quite frankly, the economy can continue, but revenue has gone to zero with the current conditions because you are in the hotel business. (laughs) So because of that, Yeah, because of that, we decided we want to pull together and do something really cool. If you ever watch like a PBS special, you know, or Wayne Dyer goes on and says, donate to PBS, <laughs> keep keep television free, help your kid get Sesame Street and I'll donate all my books and everything. Well, I'm doing the same sort of thing right now that I think there's a lot of people in business that are okay or even good at it, but there's very few that have the integrity, the care, the heart, and just, man, the love for the team, the love for the people, the Larry doesn't have to employ an extra person. He can make an extra bonus when times are good, but I know you. And he's the guy that instead of taking an extra bonus, he gives someone else a raise or he finds a new team member to bring up and to raise up into leadership. And this is the kind of person we're talking about. So we want to make sure that these people can keep their livelihood. And what we're doing is putting together a pretty cool uh, PBS hashtag, not PBS, you know, technically TM, uh, but a PBS style um, uh, launch to help Larry and to help his team stay going. We're looking for donations of any amount. You can go to yougozi.com. That's Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I.com. Yougozi, fun name, dot com slash gifts. You can give in a gift in any amount. You can make it anonymous or you can leave your name with it. But if you do a gift of any amount, we will be forever grateful. If you make a gift of at least $150, which is really something that can move the needle a bit, if enough of us yeah. do that, and I'm, I'm the first one in line, I'm making my gift tonight. Um, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I care about my friend Larry. 
and you know, my business has restrictions and contractions and I'm going through the same stuff. All of you are in different ways. I know, but I'm doing that because I just believe in what he's doing. And for anyone who donates a minimum of $150 so Larry can keep his payroll going and keep his staff employed to keep the team members in, I'm going to donate all of my NLP and speaker and leadership digital products. That's everything. That's my NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Online Practitioner course. That's my Double Your Dollars Seven Day Money Breakthrough Mindset course. That's my Unleash Your Inner Champion State. Um, that's my NLP for speed reading. I'm just going these off the cuff because I do this on the radio a lot. <laughs> People donate to the radio uh, to keep a nonprofit station going and I'll give away some programs. But for my friend Larry, I'm doing everything. My best-selling book, Firebox Principles, yours free. Uh, the ebook, the my ebook, Total Freedom from Addictions, yours free. My six-part um, speaker training, master NLP speaker patterns and storytelling, that's yours free. Every single thing, each one of these we sell for well over $1,000 each. The total is over $15,000 in real value, in real money that we actually sell them for in different online funnels and courses and places. I'm donating all of them at zero cost if you donate $150 to keep Larry's team employed so he can cover payroll until something shifts with the government, with this virus, whatever. It's going to give these people more livelihood. So you're helping yourself because you're going to get all this great personal and professional development work. You're helping Larry and you're helping a, a small business stay employed and you're helping a ton of great employees keep their yeah. jobs and not have to go home and go, well, now what? Now right. what? Right. I know we, we talked about that for a second, but let's go back to that story. Can you share again a little bit more about, um, as a leader, your distinction between employee and team and yeah. how, how it's different specifically? Why is it so important for you uh, to, well, to see this I, this way? Words have meaning, my friend. And if I call people employees, I will treat them like employees and they will think of themselves as employees. If I call them team members, I'll treat them like a team member and they will feel like a team member and act like a team member, which means we're all in this together, right? Um, But I want to clarify something before I I go on. Please do. I know I said something bad. No, 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 (laughs) no. Myself and two of our senior executives have gone since February 15th without paychecks. So it's not like I'm putting this money in my pocket or have been that I'm letting people go while I continue to take my salary. The first thing we did was the three of us stopped getting paid. Okay. So that's number one. Um, The kind of leadership that we're talking about here, Matt, is what I call transformational leadership. All right. And that's where the word Ugozi comes from. It's actually a variant of that I made up. Um, I'm kind of an Africa file. There's a, term in Swahili called ungozi, which is kind of tr- transformational, transformational leadership. I try to get a URL with that <laughs> word. And, I, and I, what's, can you say that word one more time? Ungozi. 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 Uh-huh. So that's transformation, kind of like transformational leadership. And so, well, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> well, uh, to me, it means that as a leader, not a manager, I think we need more leaders in this country. In, in this country, um, people who are willing to step out, um, do make the hard decisions that are hard sometimes instead of taking the easy way. Uh, sometimes, as you say, yeah. taking do the, the hard ride right over, right over, the, over easy the easy wrong. wrong. Yeah, well, that's not me saying that. that's actually a mont that's from the army. 
Um, but um, well, I've, I've, I think I've quoted argue, you way too many times. Then, well, well you can say <laughs> it, yes. But the, the, I think transformational leaders are those who help their team members become better versions of themselves, right? Mm. Um, who are more invested in their personal development because they know that a good human showing up at your work is better than a good employee showing up to work. And if we can help them develop their strengths, build a level of confidence, um, then that becomes very, very, very powerful. You know, it broke my heart when I had to go into, you know, one of our team members. Um, and by the way, we could talk about bad leadership as well, because I've heard how some people have done this, where they've done mass furloughs. They bring people into a room and said publicly, this person, this person, this person, you're furloughed. Um, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. That I heard. Oh. Talk about a kick in the gut, right? So I did it individually. And when you know that, you know, someone, you know, the person is like, how am I going to pay rent this month? You know, that just, so you I knew feel that oh like my. when you care, you feel that. Yeah. And there was no way I could do that with good conscience and say, oh, and by the way, I'm still getting paid. <laughs> right. Give me a break. So. Matt, you've heard me say this over the years. There's a, a saying that I heard in Special Forces years ago. And so now I'm kind of wishing I never would have been pushing this out there. But it's this. Um, tough times create tough men. Mm. Tough men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create tough times. Now, swap out men for people if you want. I heard it in Special Forces. That's how I heard it, so that's how I say it. And so think about fair. that. That's fair. Think, think about this. Tough times create tough men. We've been talking societally for a long time, maybe a few years, that there's this wussification of the American spirit, right? We've all got too weak. You know, as soon as a little bit of comfort, we start to complain. Well, if you think about the greatest generation, the people who fought in World War II and came back and built America, they weren't tough because of World War II. This is my philosophy. They were tough when they went into World War II. Why? Because these were the kids from the Depression. Think about that. Mm. They were already tough when they put on their uniform to go fight the Nazis and to fight fascism, right? So I don't know what God's setting up for us, right? But we are going to become better versions of ourselves on, on the other side of this. Um, I don't, I know that's true because <laughs> I don't know what the plan is for me. It yeah. might be to have this management company. I think it is because I'm still willing to fight for it. Believe me, I've got friends. I've got family members are saying, what the hell are you doing? Don't you know when enough is enough? Close Maybe. up shop. Exactly. I hear it all the time. And sometimes I hear it from the demons in my head. Mm. But as long as I feel the passion in my heart and I've got the fire in my gut to keep fighting for it, to me, that's somebody whispering in my ear, fight on. Come and on. I will. And I will. And it was, you know, it was humbling for me to have to sit down. I didn't have to, but I chose to sit down, write this email, shoot a video, open my kimono and say, here I am. But I'm willing to do that for my team members. I will yeah. fight on. I got an email this morning. I didn't sleep last night and I haven't been sleeping. I got an email from one of our GMs, our general managers last night, who manages one of our hotels in Northern California. 
And he said, and I told the team members I was going to be doing this. There was no way I was going to embarrass our, our managers. So I let them know first. And I let our clients know. Very good. And, and, he, and he sent, and he sent uh, me an email and said, I don't want you fighting this on your own. I want you to take my paycheck, my upcoming paycheck, and give it to somebody else. Does that not freaking blow your mind? Are you? That's, that's <laughs> how we need to be living, I think. That you yeah. lend a helping hand when you can. It's not the people who give out of their, you know, their treasure chest. The people that are going to be rewarding this life are those who give when they've got nothing. I'm not asking people, don't take that the wrong way. I'm not asking you to give no, up I inter- something. I, I think know, we if, understand what you if, mean. If, if, it's your, if it's your last dime, I don't want <laughs> your last dime. I don't. I want you to take care of your family. But if you've got something, you know, help somebody. And maybe not me, help, help a neighbor for crying out, out loud. But all I'm doing, this is, what, this is what I felt like I had to do for my team members. And I will fight until I've got no fight left in, in, in me. So from a leadership perspective, I want more leaders like this who are willing to go out on the, lo- on a line, on, on the limb to do this. I got phone, I've been, it's been overwhelming the number of phone calls, texts, messages, DMs social media comments about this, all kind of supporting me and loving me and, and saying, hey, you've inspired me. Sorry, my, my son is, is here. Hey, Bullet. Hey, there we go. I'll see you later, Listen, It's not you. a podcast unless one of our sons comes in the room. Well, it, I, well, and we're all working from home now, right? Exactly. So, uh, we're all working from home. I, I saw a meme that dogs are loving this, cats are hating it. <laughs> <laughs> dogs are loving it, cats are hating it. Yeah, that's good. Um, Wait, while but, we're on that, if you're on if you're on live right now, you can show some love right now. If you want to hit that little love like stuff, give us some hearts. Uh, if you got some hearts for Larry, so he can see how much you care. Also, be thinking we're going to go for another probably ten minutes or so. But if you have any questions for yeah. Larry about business, about entrepreneurship, about well, leadership, about hard times, good times, family times, anything at all that you'd like to know from a leader like him, um, put the question in Instagram live. That's why I put this out there. We're doing a live podcast recording. This is going to drop on demand, of course, tomorrow on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. I'm also going to uh, make sure it goes out for the syndicated sh- uh, show so this is going to hit 16 AM FM stations across the country um, later on in the week here. But we are talking, my friend, Larry Broughton, if you're just joining us. Larry Broughton is the CEO of Broughton Hotels. He's a Special Forces veteran. I don't know how many times I can say that, but I'm sure every time you're like, <laughs> mad enough. But he was a freaking Green Beret, man. This guy, I mean, like, I'm glad I'm on your good side. That's all I got to say. I'm glad that, uh, that, <laughs> that you're my friend because you're one of the good guys, and I appreciate you for that. Um, he you. served his country. He served his people, he serves his family, and he serves his team members as what I would definitely call a servant leader. Larry came in the most humble servant leader possible way earlier this week with an email, an open letter essentially saying, I need help and we want as a community, as your friends, um, and if you've only barely known him, we're going on Instagram Live, of course, because all of whoever, if you know me, Trust me, Larry is the real deal. If you know Larry, hey, come hang out with me. And by the way, if you're on Instagram, follow both of us. So you'll see Larry Broughton and Matt Browning. Make sure you follow back and forth or whatever. Uh, so we stay connected that way. We love answering questions and, and messages. And, and please, please ask. Well, we're here to support uh, Larry's team, the remaining team of the hotel. He has his core team at Broughton Hotels. And Larry's goal is not to let anyone go. If he can help it, he won't let anyone go to the extent that as far as February 15th, 
So coming up on almost two months ago, Larry and his other two high executives in the business cut their own salaries to zero. They stopped taking pay so they could continue paying more employees and keep them on staff. That is a decision and that is not something that every business owner can do, but I think it's, every, it's something that every business owner could aspire to do and would certainly understand and want to do. Um, maybe not everyone does, but Larry's the guy who says, look, I'll cut me first so I can save you. And that's how I know that you ran in the military. That's how I know you run in business. And that's how I know you run in personal life. So we set up a PBS style fund drive for Larry's employees. That's really what it's for because every cent, by the way, if you donate to this, every cent is going to go to payroll costs. It's not going to go to corporate bonuses. It's not going to go to even to rent and mortgage, which is a thing, right? That's an expense. But Larry said that every penny and every dollar that you donate is going to go straight to payroll costs to help keep more employees paid and full-time so they, like you, can keep hopefully a job and keep your rent or mortgage and keep food in the cupboard. Yeah. You go over to yougozi.com. That's Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I. I keep looking because I never remember how to spell this thing, Larry. <laughs> but it's yougozi. It's Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I.com you gozy slash gifts. If you go there, you can uh, pick, you can hear Larry's story, his open letters there. Uh, there's a video explaining everything. And if you donate a minimum of $150, which look, I know depending on where you come from in your life right now, that might be a little or a lot. You can donate any amount, hit other and put any amount. We will be eternally grateful for it. Every dime goes to cover employee, employee payroll costs to keep people in the workforce. And Larry's a hotelier. He works in the hotel business. Every hotel the owner manage is cut down to zero revenue. They are physically closed through government orders. They are not accepting any reservations. They have no customers. The only way to keep this going is either with government assistance, which of course he is responsibly applying for the proper government assistance because you know the bills that are coming out, this is exactly the kind of business owner that it's for. Yeah. But there's delay upon delay. We don't know how long it's going to take for the PPP payroll program to come through for a grant advance program. I mean, if the SBA even makes a loan or if they do, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could be three. We don't know how long it's going to take. So the only way to keep these people employed is really with the generosity, the, the overflow and abundance of people like you and me, the people that my business has been hit, maybe your business or your livelihood's been hit too. But if you have enough, Larry's employees, there is no revenue to pay payroll and there isn't enough. And I think it's a time right now that we need to help each other, help each other, help our neighbor, find a way to do that. So if you donate $150 or more to, at yougozi.com slash gifts to help Larry's company, I'm going to donate to you $15,000. That's a real number, $15,000 of every digital entrepreneur training, speed reading training, NLP, uh, NLP online course, neuro-linguistic programming. I've been teaching this for a decade and a half. This is where, what I do with my livelihood. But instead of selling this to all of you, I'm going to donate it to you. I'm going to donate it to the Broughton Hotel cause. Um, I think this is the new cause. I think I just love Larry's heart and that he wants to find a way through humility to keep staff on staff, to keep team members employed and keep them in a good place. Times are hard enough right now. 
So if you're down to your last dimes, like we are praying for you, we are thinking about you and you know, we all want to help each other. But if you're in a place where you're like, you know, I know some people that are working 60 hours. One of my friends said, Hey, my company said I got to work 60 hours instead of 40 now because they're so busy. Someone else is an Amazon delivery. And it's like, you got your own worries, but one of those worries isn't not being able to have uh, time for work because if anything, some industries are overly saturated right now with work. Yeah. Another friend of mine works at Cintas and you know, they had, uh, what was it? I think it was like 17,000% increase. I'm, I don't remember if that was the exact number, but it was very high. They sold six months worth of product in one week <laughs> for yeah. cleaning supplies and, and, and whatnot. So if you're in that place where you have a little bit of surplus, any amount will do. But if you donate $150 at yougozi.com slash gifts for my friend Larry to keep his employees or keep his team members employed with a paycheck, um, I'm going to thank you by donating to you every single digital product I've ever made that is over $15,000 in real world value that I sell these for online. And I just want to make it a no brainer. If you've ever thought about learning neuro-linguistic programming, taking control of your mindset, your language patterns, you want to be a better speaker. We have a six part public speaking video training course. If you want to be a better speed reader, we have an NLP speed reading course. Like it covers the gambit of so many great things in life and business. You could buy them individually for $9.97, $1,000 or more each one of them. I'm donating all of them, including my best-selling books, um, if you donate to Larry. So $150 is all. We have about three more minutes of this live and three more minutes of this uh, fun drive here and of this podcast interview. But you go to, again, Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I, yougozi.com slash gifts and donate right now. Larry? It's amazing, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. you. I'll, I'll throw this out there. I don't have a lot to give except for my talent and my wisdom and my experience. And if somebody donates $10,000 or more, I'll do a keynote for you, for your event or for your business. I'll come and do a two-day training if it's $10,000 or more. I'll come, when all this blows over, Matt, you see me in action, I'll come and do a training for your leadership team. Um, and, and that money will not go in my pocket where it usually does. It will go to help these folks out. I know that there are some people out there uh, who, who can do that, right? Um, we've, well, there's, under- there's business owners who are in business right now because it's in sure. a different industry. You can write that off. Larry, what do you charge for a keynote speech normally? What's your range, if you can say? 15,000 if it's local. I don't have to, have to get on an airplane. Uh, 20,000 and up if I have to get on an airplane. All right. So Larry is a guy, again, with, with all of your, the military background and the, the media background and, and the success of your company, where you've been, one of the things Larry does and he loves doing is going out and doing keynotes at corporations and conferences and associations yeah. and doing individual trainings and mastermind days. And as a friend, he's been kind enough to come to several of our seminars over the years. We are, you know, local, it was Newport Beach when you're in, in Orange. Um, so I'm unbelievably grateful for that. If you donate and you have the capacity to do so, $10,000 or more, Larry, as soon, whether you want to do it virtually over Zoom now or you want to wait till things blow over and you're going to have a big rally with all the salespeople back in the organization or right. a real estate office, whatever you're doing, um, he will come in and do a keynote at no charge because of the $10,000 donation. And remember that $10,000 plus donation goes directly to payroll costs for team members. Not a yeah. dime goes in his pocket not a dime goes in my pocket. We're doing this to keep people employed. That's the whole point of this. And in addition to a keynote, you said you'll come and do, you'll do a training day. Yeah. If they can choose between a training day, we're all coming and do train your leaders or, or a keynote if it's $10,000 or more. And that's I'll amazing. talk to you. There's a way, you know, you, 
you put in your address, your, your email address and phone number. Any, and I'll be, by the way, if you donate, I will be calling or emailing every single person. We will be communicating, okay? So right. uh, you just let me know, whatever you, you need. to hear that beautiful voice. Larry, as we, as we wrap up here together, again, that website is on, it's on the Instagram live. If you're live right now, it's at the bottom of the comments, yougozy.com slash gifts. If you're listening later on and this wasn't live for you, check the show notes, check the website. It'll be right there, of course, front and center, y-o-o-g-o-z-i.com slash gifts. Um, as, we, as we wind down here, Larry, my final kind of questions is, yeah. I know again, not just how hard your business and industry has been hit, but you as a, as a leader and just you as a, as a man, just you as, as Larry, um, how are you? And what do you want? Like you have, you know, the world's attention right now. What do you want people to know? What do you want them to remember during these times? What do you want people to focus on? What is the message right now? For your friends in the world. So how am I doing right now? Um, I still have fight in me. So that's how I'm doing right now. But it really depends on the, the, the time of the day, to be honest with you. No one would be in this leadership role or in an entrepreneurship role. Um, um, no one would choose this <laughs> in their right mind right now. So it's, it's tough. But I do know, I'm old enough to know, I've got enough gray hair to know that I will be a better version of myself on the other side. What do I want them to know right now? Love one another. Just love one another. Um, I think that um, that's my hope is that when we come out on the other side of this, we are a kinder and gentler world towards each other. It, it warms my heart when I take the dog out for a walk and people are waving to each other across the street that they never would have waved uh, before. Um, I see people in grocery stores and when they're not you know, hitting, each over the, hitting each other over the head for toilet paper, people are a little bit more kinder. Uh, to people. I hope that we learn our lesson. And there's something about, you know, when you do something for a number of weeks at a time, you start to build a habit, right? Hopefully the habit will be that we're kind to each other. And that I keep telling people, particularly with uh, this new age of technology that we're all trying this, let's be more patient. Let's be more forgiving and let's offer grace more freely and often. Let's offer patience, grace, and forgiveness more freely and more often. I couldn't say better myself. Patience, grace, and more forgiveness. Um, let's be kind to each other. Let's love each other. And let's love and take care of ourselves, take care of our neighbors, take care of our friends, and take care of our businesses. You know, one of the things that you can really do right now, in addition to what we're asking you to do at yougozi.com slash gifts, Y-O-O-G-O-Z-I.com slash gifts, donating $150 or more uh, to help with keeping Larry's team members employed. He does not want to lay people off, but the business is at a zero revenue because he runs a hotel business. And the only way to do it right now is we're waiting on government help and waiting on this whole thing to pass without going under or letting people go is with the kindness of strangers, kindness yeah. of friends and family. And that's exactly you. It's not the person next to you. It's not someone else that's watching this live. It's right. not someone else that might download this. It's you. And, you know, if you got to pull over and stop for a second while you're driving and just get, just get to a safe spot and go, you know what, let me go on to the safari. Let me hit that link and go to yougozy.com slash gifts. If you donate $150 or more to help, which 100% of that goes to Larry's employees or Larry's team members. I'm sorry, I keep saying that. Larry's <laughs> team members to stay employed. Um, it all goes to payroll. Nothing goes to him. 
as an owner, he has, he stopped taking a salary February 15th, almost two months ago. This is not about one man's livelihood. This is about many, many team members keeping their jobs and keeping their livelihood. So if you do that, I'm forever grateful and Larry is too. If you do a minimum donation of $150 or more, I will donate to you every single digital course I have, my NLP practitioner course, my speed reading course, my W dollars financial breakthrough course, which I think we all need right now, seven days yes. to a better financial mindset. Um, I didn't know 10 years ago when I recorded it that it would be this relevant right now. Um, my public speaking power persuasion patterns video training course, all of it is yours, my two best selling books, um, I sell each one for over $1,000 each. There's well over $15,000 of real value in this program package, and I'm donating all of it to you at zero cost if you help me help my friend Larry and donate $150 or more to keep his team members employed. If you own a business or if you have the capacity, and maybe you don't own a business, maybe you just have the capacity to do this, and you have it in your heart to donate $10,000 or more, that makes a huge difference. Like That will cover a pay period for several employees. That is a very big deal. That is going to help. And if you can donate $10,000 or more because of whatever your situation is, um, Larry will donate a keynote or a live day training to your organization or the organization of your choice. Yeah. Maybe you're just independently wealthy and you go, you know what? I'm okay, but I, I like this message of keeping a small business owner afloat to keep their team members afloat. And if you want to do that, Larry could come to your church. He could come to the Boy Scouts that your kid is a part of. Whatever the organization is you want. In the corporate world, he charges $20,000 to fly out and do a keynote. He will give you that as a thank you gift and stay connected for you helping them. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm Matt Browning. This is Larry Broughton. And uh, I was going to say stay driven because this is a driven entrepreneur podcast. But I usually say get out there and crush it. But right now in times like this, um, shelter at home and crush it. Find a way, make a way, scratch, claw, do not give up, do yeah. not stop. We will not be held down and be safe, be smart, but do not stop. Larry's not stopping. I'm not stopping. And we are in your corner. I hope you're in ours as well. God bless you guys. Fight Thanks, on. Larry. Yeah. God bless you. Peace.